Hi, moms. I'm Becca Carnahan. And I'm Marie Tremblay. We're two mom friends and career development professionals here to help you answer that big question. What do I want to be when I grow up? Just because we're moms now doesn't mean we're all the way grown up yet. I know I'm not. Me neither. And we want to give you permission to grow, change, and evolve as a parent and professional. By sharing real stories from real moms, including our own, we're going to help you navigate the motherhood identity shift, career changes, work-life balance questions, and more. Are you ready to keep growing up with us? Yes? Then let's do this. Hi, everyone. Thank you for being here. We appreciate you. We are this week at episode 15. We are. (laughs) We're going to be talking about something that I think is going to sound really familiar to a lot of folks. Mm -hmm. This whole idea of what am I even qualified to do? Mm, That's the hard part, the skills. We're going to talk about all of our skills and how to identify those skills for ourselves. Yeah, because it's such a common thing to say, okay, I've been doing X, Y, and Z thing for a number of years. If I were to think about a change, what could I even do? Who would hire me? And that's Stevie's story. So Mm -hmm. should we tell Stevie's story? Yes. Okay, let's go. Uh, So our friend Stevie here, um, she is a mom. She has a four-year-old. And night after night, she is putting her four-year-old to bed. And then she's sitting down on the couch to watch TV and to scroll LinkedIn. Mm. Uh, doing the, <laughs> the the after bedtime scroll, which I know a lot of you out there do. You and can spend a few hours doing that, right? You certainly yeah. can. You can get sucked in <laughs> to the vortex that is LinkedIn. Um, I love LinkedIn, but it can suck you in for the, and those job postings. And Stevie's really been thinking about finding a new job for the past few years now. Uh, She'd like to move out of finance. That's where she's kind of grown up in this industry Mm -hmm. and this function. But this endless scroll is definitely not working for her. Um, She's had really strong, she has really strong quantitative skills. She knows that. She doesn't mind her job. She's a controller for kind of a medium-sized business. She doesn't mind it, but mm. she knows... Probably why she's been thinking about it for years and yes. not acting on it sooner. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I think that happens a lot, that you can be like, well, I don't mm. know, like, this is fine, I guess, yeah. but something's not clicking. It's not totally working. And for Stevie in particular, it's been okay because her daughter's been in daycare but she's starting to get to that kindergarten transition, which I know we've talked about with some of our yeah. other stories too, that kindergarten transition. Life's going to change a little bit. Her daughter's getting into more activities. She would like to be involved a little yeah, more. Yeah, she wants a little more flexibility. And But she's so stuck. She's so stuck because she's just looking for other controller jobs because that's all she knows. She's looking at other companies that look almost identical to the company that she's Mm. in so it would kind of be looking like is the grass greener over there I don't know but this is what I'm qualified to do on paper so I'm stuck yeah and you're there to sort of open their eyes to see that what they they can do their skills can Mm -hmm. be used in different environments in different ways Mm -hmm. but the first thing we need to do for Stevie and for any of you out there listening who are saying what am I qualified to do (laughs) um is to do this exercise that I'm going to walk you through. So if you're out there, if you're not driving right now, grab a pen and paper. Uh, (laughs) If you are driving, come back and listen to us again. Because we're going to walk through an exercise about, it's it's a skills dump, really. Mm. Um, You heard the term brain dump. This is what we're doing. Photo dump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yes. Same thing. Uh, We're doing that with skills. And the reason we're going to do that is because you may have heard us talk about the career sweet spot 
model. Mm -hmm. So that little Venn diagram I like to show about an overlap of your passions, your skills, and your value add, meaning who's going to pay you to do those things. Mm -hmm. But right now we're going to focus primarily on skills because that's where Stevie is is bumping up against this problem Mm -hmm. of qualifications. So the first thing I'm going to ask Stevie to do and to ask all of you out there listening to do, and Marie, you can do this along with us too here too, uh, (laughs) is to think about all of your skills, and that's going to sound really overwhelming at first, so let's break it down. It does sound overwhelming, mm-hmm. I have to say. Uh, good, um, I'm glad you said that. Yeah, because, you know, I some people might struggle with their confidence. There are some skills that they know they can identify with what they've been doing for years, but there are so many other skills that mm-hmm. they probably have, but they're not able to really identify. Yep, and maybe because they haven't used them in a long time or because they don't think about it as a professional skill or yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um i'm thinking about you as an example marie (laughs) you have come up with so many surprise skills since we've started working together oh yeah Yeah. by the way i mix audio um oh yeah by the way i can like edit contracts um and these are skills that you've used in your past work experience or education but it wasn't something that came right to the surface right away. No, and I think the point for me personally is that I've been home with my kids. I've said this before, but I've been home with my kiddos for eight years. And going back to the paid workforce, um, all of these skills that I that I have, that I had, I was not able to identify mm-hmm. all I've done before. And mm-hmm. it, it, it was sort of a confidence issue yeah. for me. And I think some people will identify to this as well. For sure, for yeah. sure. Uh, and definitely Stevie's feeling that in this mm. situation too. She's thinking, I know what I've been doing right now. Yeah. I know I'm, I'm, a quant- I'm a quantitative person. I can do finance, period, end mm. of story. So instead, let's, let's break it down into a couple different categories. I think that's a helpful place to start, okay. like different categories of skills. So one is going to be your professional skills. So what skills have, been, have you been using in the paid workforce? right now the easiest to identify the most obvious ones yeah okay i like going easy first yeah actually (laughs) someone was asking me this the other day related to networking and i thought it was a great question that she asked um about who she should talk to first like she's Mm. like oh maybe i should go to these like harder people to reach first no exactly i said family and friends yes (laughs) i was like i was like let's go low-hanging fruit let's go like the easiest one that you could possibly talk to the person you could text right now oh, I love this about you it's that you want to keep our confidence high through yeah. all of this yeah yeah and that's a way to do it let's let's make it be easy let's give you a win yeah a small win and then you build up on it uh-huh. and you get better at it and then you can get bingo the harder things yeah yeah because, b- because we can do hard things but we don't have to do hard <laughs> things first no <laughs> Uh, so that's what Stevie was doing. And for you all out there listening, I want you to think about what are the professional skills that you utilize on a regular basis right mm. now. If you're stuck on that beyond like two things, go back to performance reviews that you might have in your on your desktop mm. folder somewhere. Go Think about who in your company currently asks you for help. What are they asking you for help for? Mm. Uh, because that might uncover a skill. Who's showing up, like darkening your door, your uh, your doorstep? Is that what it's called? Um, <laughs> saying, "Hey, uh, I'm really stuck on this problem. Can you help me with this?" Yeah. They're not just coming to you because you happen to be there. In most cases, um, mm. unless they're looking for you to like hold the door open for them to like get the boxes out <laughs> if you're trying to leave the <laughs> office. Um, but 
they're most likely coming to you because you're known as someone who can help solve that type of problem. Yeah, I love this. So those are some other ways to think about your professional skills. Like, yeah, what's in your job description? But who's asking you for help in a professional setting? Mm. Um, what have your performance reviews said? Because usually someone else is better at telling you oh, all yeah. the things that you're good at that oh. you're not giving yourself credit for. Yeah. Uh, so those are gold. Um, you know, I love a good brag folder. Have we talked about the brag folder we, on the podcast? We should do an entire episode about this. Um, <laughs> because, you know, the so the brag folder is, because I, I love this concept, it's the folder where you put all of your past um, work evaluations, all of your prizes, all of your shiny things that other people write about you that you can put there. And once you do this exercise, you have it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's easier and it boosts your confidence yeah. from time to time. <laughs> yeah. So it's just this little folder. I actually have it on my in, in my inbox, um, in my email saying mm. it's called brag folder. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it doesn't have to be. You can call it whatever you want. You can call it like nice things about me. Um, mm. Whatever you are. Five stars. I don't know what you want to call it. I call it my mm. brag folder. And when I get positive feedback about something, I just like take that email, make a copy of it, drag it over to the brag folder. Mm. Um, so when you're feeling your confidence is taking a bit of a hit from a skills perspective, yeah. go back and check out your brag folder. Yeah. Um, so those are a few different ways to gather those professional skills. So you can even hit pause on us right now and go write down these <laughs> these professional skills. I do this a lot in the Career Clarity Program. I tell you, like, go ahead, hit pause on this video mm. and just write it down right now so it doesn't become this huge to-do item later. Yeah. Again, make it be easy. Like, let's just write them all down right now. Yeah. First category, identify the most obvious skills, the ones mm-hmm. that you use on a daily basis. And like Becca said, the ones that people come to you for. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So that's part one of our skills. Now let's talk about your education. Mm-hmm. Right? That's another pretty easy one. What did you, if you went to college, what did you major in college? Uh, if you have taken any training programs, any certificates, yeah. Write them all down. What are the skills that you learned? What are the obvious ones? Mm-hmm. If you took a, a certificate program in UX design, okay, UX design is one of your skills. Mm-hmm. Make sure it's written down on your list. Uh, but what else did you learn from that experience? When you think back on your college or grad school, if you went to went to grad school, what are the other things that you learned from that experience? I know for me, I was I was a marketing major in undergrad, so I'm going to write that down. I was, also, I was a communications double major. I'm going to write communications mm-hmm. down. But also, I kind of I learned how to I learned how to learn, too, like how to be more curious mm. about the different things I was exploring. It definitely heightened my writing skills. So think about it outside of just what your major was, mm. but so what some of the, the skills that you developed as part of your education, whether it was a degree program, a training program, a certificate – an on-the-job training program, maybe you went to, to like a leadership development program that you're forgetting about. Yeah. This needs some some reflection. You, yeah. You, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's, it's a harder one. It's a little bit harder. Yeah. Um, start with, again, start with what's easy. Start with the major. Yeah. Um, so Marie would write down like legal skills mm-hmm. um, on hers um, or even like your audio stuff to actually you have both. So you had yeah. um, some... I, I was a young pianist. Yes. Yeah. Marie, Marie's <laughs> multi-talented. You should just sit down and talk with... We should have a whole episode just oh, like on boy. Marie's story. Yeah. We should. We will. Um, <laughs> so we're going to write down all those from an education perspective again. Like hit, go ahead and hit pause. Write them down. Mm-hmm. If you're feeling like you only wrote down two, you have more. And that's where I like using the timer yeah. method. Yeah. Oh, the timer method. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so the timer method is something that 
it forces you to keep going. <laughs> so I'm not going to force you to do this for 20 minutes or a half an hour or an hour. If you even set a timer for yourself for 10 minutes or even five minutes oh, wow. okay. and say, okay, all I'm doing in this five or 10 minutes is writing down my educational skills. Okay. And you have to keep doing it for those mm-hmm. five or 10 minutes. You can't mm-hmm. just write down two and say, I'm done, forget it. It's over. Yeah. That's all. When you actually sit your, sit down and like make yourself keep keep trying for those five to 10 minutes, I promise you're going to get like four or five more skills at least. Mm because you've set the timer saying I'm, I'm, I'm doing this until this time think about all the the comedies and the volunteering that you were in too yeah that helps when you were in college for sure mm. for sure um so that's actually leads perfectly into our next mm. one our next category of your hobby skills too so this could be something that you were involved in in college but it could be your your volunteer work that you do right now it could be that you like to go out for like play pickleball <laughs> with your friends like <laughs> let's like think about all the different hobbies or interests that you have and is there a skill associated with them again this one's a little bit harder but because it could be obvious like okay pickleball skills i'm gonna put that yeah. down on my list but all right is there actually a tie-in like we're, we're not we're not trying to judge our skills right now We're just trying to dump, like, dump them all down. No into, like, judgment. No yeah. judgment. Don't just put the skills that you use that people pay you for. You have so many other skills that could be used in yeah. another environment and that you could be paid for those skills, but that mm-hmm. you're not using on a daily basis right now. Exactly. Exactly. Because when we dump them all down and we do it without judgment, someone like Stevie who might, let's just say that she plays pickleball. <laughs> and maybe she's also... She writes it down on her list, like, yeah, I play pickleball. I've also, like, taught all my friends in the community how to play pickleball. Um, <laughs> she doesn't have to go be a pickleball instructor, but it's pulling out a skill set of, like, actually being a really good, like, good at coaching and teaching and training. Huh. Interesting. Um, is that a skill that she wants to use? Um, that more, like, coaching, training, teaching skill that she hasn't had as much opportunity to do so in the paid workforce? Oh, wow. That's kind of cool, is. right? It is. It's uh, really cool. Uh, so that's our that's our third category, um, and then our fourth category is just your your personal life too. Yeah. As a parent, as a friend, as a partner, as a neighbor, mm. the question I like to ask folks in the Career Clarity Program, and I ask them this very specifically, is what do the people that the people who love you, what do they love about you? Mm. And those are actually skills too. They're they're more traits, I guess, personality traits. Yeah. But those can be tied in to the skills piece of it because I think about things like being a great listener, being someone that people go to for comedic relief, <laughs> people who are – you're someone who always is really good at planning the logistics of a group event uh, or being the, the parent who is able to find the right resource for their kids Hmm. to be able to advocate for their kids and to do that That's research. I'm, one. Yeah, I'm thinking of some friends right now who are just like really, really good mm-hmm. at finding the right resources. Marie's actually good at this too because, of course, mm-hmm. you're, good, you're good at a lot of things. Um, finding the right resource for your kids. That is maybe not a paid skill, mm. but it's a skill of being able to uncover the right resources. So that's what we're looking for. We're looking to take these four categories and break them down, dump them out um, into a big old skills list. Yeah. And now we have this huge repository of things that things that you're good at hmm. 
And then we can take that to the next level. That's amazing. And you know, as you're, you're probably in your mid-career years mm -hmm. right now, and there are so many skills that you will discover about yourself when you do this exercise. Oh, yeah. There are some things there that you, you were not necessarily good at 15 years ago. Yeah. But you'll be able to identify it. And maybe you like to use those skills. That's the That's kicker. That's the kicker. That's the kicker, <laughs> yes. Uh, because once we have our big skills dump, you have this all out, you did all mm -hmm. of your, um, you set your timers for yourself to make sure that you're doing it and writing down all these skills. Now what I want you to do is to go back with a highlighter or a marker or something mm -hmm. and go back and star the skills that you enjoy using because you might have skills on that list that you don't like to use. Hmm. Um, I know I did. I was doing, in one of my previous roles, was doing a lot of like Excel work, like yeah. digging into data. It was fine. I could do it. How many hours uh, a week were you doing I those? was probably doing that stuff like maybe up to 10 hours a week. Okay, that's a lot. Significant. That's significant. a lot. And I was, significant enough to make you realize that yeah. it was a bit Yeah, it was, it was, I was, and for a lot of people, and I think Stevie included um, in this, in this scenario here, you get promoted and moved along in a career path hmm. based on skills that people are identifying about you and saying, oh. all right, you're good at this. Can you keep doing this? And you're like, sure. Um, that's a promotion. Oh. I'll keep moving up. It's I'll keep moving up. It's yeah. like you feel good about the promotion, but then you're like, oh, I need to, de to, need to do more of yeah. that. I don't, I don't really, like, and I have to do more of this thing that I don't really oh. want to do. So that's, that's not good. We don't want this for no, you. No, And I'm not saying like every single second of your job has to be rainbows and unicorns. <laughs> uh, it's not going to be. We could do another episode about that too. <laughs> We probably yeah. should. The rainbow and unicorn yeah. episode. Um, but you should be, for the most part, If you're going to feel most fulfilled in your work, using skills that you want to be using, filling your day with activities that help keep you in flow, help you stay in the zone, that you're get, you stay motivated. That time goes by fast. Yes, mm. exactly. So when Stevie went through this exercise, she pulled up a lot more skills than, quantit than quantitative, right? And mm. that was a huge confidence boost for her and to say yeah, you know what? I actually am really good at, at leading teams. I am really good at coaching and mentoring. I am really good at this interpersonal stuff that I haven't been giving myself credit for. Hmm. And maybe I could take on a leadership role because she had also done, she was pretty high level within her company, but she had done a lot of people management. She's like, do I have to be a people manager as a controller? Uh, or could I move into more of oh. a more of a general management type of capacity where it's a little bit more of the operations and finance? So I'm not leaving my finance behind, mm -hmm. but I'm focusing more of my role on, on people management. There you go. So wow. that was a big light bulb moment for yeah. her as she started to continue on with her search, saying, like, I don't have to be looking for just roles that are just controller roles. I can be looking for roles that have more of this leadership, coaching, and mentoring aspect to them. And yes, maybe it is a controller role, but mm. it has to have more of those elements in it for her to feel most fulfilled and for this actually to be a better role. Wow. So that expands her horizons and yes. she's able to target that scrolling so that yes. it doesn't take as much time and she's able oh, to identify yeah. exactly 
what she wants. Mm-hmm. We yeah. want to we want to target that scrolling exactly. And we can we can do that with this the skills exercise. And that's what we do uh, in the community in the career clarity community. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what we help clients identify. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. We go through this exercise in in more detail mm-hmm. um, through the career clarity program. So if you're listening and saying like, "Ooh, I want to <laughs> learn more about that." Um, Definitely come over and check out the free training because that walks you through the different sections of this. Yeah. But this is hopefully giving you a, a, a sneak peek into how we like to think about career discovery, about career clarity. Exactly. It doesn't have to be so hard, so stressful. It can, there can be some structure behind it. Yeah. And it's, it's a fun, it can even be a fun exercise. So if you want to check it out for the free webinar, uh, you can save your seat at beccacarnahan.com slash free training. We'll see you there. Thanks for tuning in to When Mommy Grows Up. If you're interested in learning more about how career coaching can help you along your journey of growing up as a mom and professional, head over to beccacarnahan.com slash free training for a free training on how to land a fulfilling job you love without giving up the flexibility you need. You can contact us at podcast at nextchaptercareers.us if you have questions, comments, or want to share your story for some coaching on the show. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a review and make sure you follow us on your favorite podcast platform. We'll be here every week with coaching stories and two mom friends in your corner. 